Hey, what's going on guys? Uh, Chris Malink joining you guys live from Dish One headquarters today. Uh, today is Thursday, uh, what, uh, September 21st, uh, and today we're doing a podcast. Um, we've been releasing podcasts pretty regularly the last 16 or so weeks. Uh, this is podcast number 16 we've done. Uh, and if you guys haven't you know, listened to the last couple already, I would, I would dive into them and, and listen because throughout the off-season, we're going to be releasing podcasts that have to do with what we're reading right now uh, within the training team. So what kind of books we're reading and how it relates to you and what you're doing right now during the off-season. So um, obviously right now it's, you know, it's the end of September. A lot of guys have just finished up the, the, the summer and are taking a little bit of a break um, or are getting ready to start game planning for the, the off-season, for the recruiting season. So anyway, the book that I'm reading right now, uh, it's called Strength Finder 2.0. Um, and the book to me has actually been really, really interesting. Let me look real quick, see who, who writes it. It's written by a guy named, uh, Tom Rath. Uh, and it's based on the philosophies from a, from a guy named Donald Clifton, who, um, really is recognized as the father of strength-based psychology. Um, so anyway, super good book. It was given to me by, by one of our regionals, Tegan Judd, and he really recommended, uh, and said that it would be something that was super, super valuable. Um, so I want to dive into it with you guys today and, and kind of talk to you a little bit about what the book's about and then actually encourage you to go get it. So um, number one, what is the book about? So uh, Strength Fighter 2.0, it, it really starts out talking about this concept of a misguided maxim that we've been fed kind of our whole lives. And I, and I for one, believe it for sure. I, I think that um, it's, you know, what this book talks about is something that um, a lot of people teach the opposite of, which is this concept of focusing on uh, being a really uh, level person, right? Being a person who has, um, you know, someone who works on their weaknesses and turns their weaknesses into strengths. So that's what the book talks about. It talks about how misguided that mindset is. Um, and it, it, it starts off with the the analogy, well, not, not even the analogy, but the example of, of the movie Rudy. Uh, now, those of you guys who haven't seen the movie Rudy, uh, you should probably slap yourself right now. Uh, everybody else who has, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. So the movie Rudy talks about a, uh, or is a movie about a college football player who um, he spends really four years of his life trying to figure out uh, how to get on the Notre Dame football team. He at First, he can't get into the University of Notre Dame, and then he finally gets in, but he can't make the team. He played high school football, but uh, really, he's not a very talented uh, athlete. He's you know, five foot ten, 160 pounds, uh, and at that point, he you know he's way way out of his uh, his his talent uh, ability when it comes to playing for a Division one football school. So, the movie goes on to talk about well, it, it explains how much time Rudy spends trying to get on this team, and and throughout the course of the movie, he spends essentially four years of his life training every single day, being on the practice squad, getting his ass kicked um, day in and day out, and finally. Uh, on the last day, uh, well, on the, the last game as time is going out uh, of his senior season, uh, the only game he ever dresses, they let him on the field and he makes a tackle with time running out in a blowout game. So, again, it's something that, you know, in culture and society we like, you know, we we praise this guy. Wow, what an amazing job you did. Look at all the work and effort you put in and you finally accomplished your dream. And until I read this book, I agreed with that. Like, look, amazing job. You know, look at all the, look, you know, you can do anything you want kind of is the idea. You can, you know, if you want to be it, you can, you can do it with the right amount of work. Well, what this book kind of talks about is the opposite. It's kind of like, well, 
No, it was a gigantic waste of time. Look how much time you spent trying to do something that, um, you know, is kind of meaningless, right? Like you spent four years trying to hit a goal, uh, trying to accomplish something that, um, you know, is pretty insignificant in the, in the scheme of things, right? Thousands of hours of training, thousands of hours of practice, thousands of hours of, of, uh, you know, ups and downs and all to make one tackle in one game. Right. And so, uh, the book talks about, you know, the, the whole book is centered around the idea of, you know, focusing on your strengths, how much more efficient and successful you can become by focusing on your, focusing on your strengths as opposed to uh, trying to always improve your weaknesses, which, again, is something that I've found myself doing a lot of times is trying to figure out how I can be better um, at my you know, weaknesses and identifying my areas that I'm weak and trying to get better at those as opposed to just honing on my strengths and taking those to the next level. So anyway... The book really pulled me in from the very beginning because it, it wasn't something wasn't like something you know that you typically read. Again, usually most books are how can I get better at the areas I suck so I can be more well-rounded. In this area, this book talks about the opposite. So, anyway, why is it important to focus on your strengths? Well, I kind of already just hit on that, but essentially what the book talks about is you know you can spend significant amounts of time uh, focusing on your weaknesses, but the reality is is you're never going to be um, you know, you're never going to, you know, be able to achieve what you want to achieve, uh, from it. You're, you're always going to be, um, kind of striving to, to, to get better at it. Um, but you're never really going to get where you want to go or what you'd be able to do, uh, if you just focus on your strengths. And it uses that analogy when comparing Rudy in it, it actually defines what a strength is. Um, it says that a strength is a talent and you can write this down, a talent times, an investment. I'll write that down right now as I'm sitting here. So a talent times an investment is a strength. So it uses, again, the example of Rudy, and it says Rudy only had the talent, you know, at a a scale of five, he was only a two on the talent spectrum. Now on the investment spectrum, the investment being how much energy are you willing to put into it, he was a five, right? So a two in talent, uh, a five in investment, multiply those together, the highest, most you know, the, the highest capability that Rudy will ever have is a 10, right? If, if, if a 25 is a perfect number, the most best he can be is a 10. Now, if you look at somebody like Joe Montana, who, again, amazing football player, super talented, amazing, uh, amazing work ethic. He was a five in talent, a five in investment. Joe Montana is a 25, right? So I've thought about this philosophy and looked at my own life and been like, hey, what are some areas that I'm a, you know, I have a lot of talent in naturally, um, and and what is my investment, or vice versa, what are some areas that I'm really weak in, um, but I spend a lot of time in. So, anyway, this this talent versus investment um, idea of of equaling a strength is really really important because it puts a limitation on what you're capable of uh, in individual areas. And so for you, you know, when it as it applies to your preseason and door to door and recruiting and and improvement, you can look at, hey, what what areas uh, this offseason do I want to accomplish, right? What, what are my goals? Okay, if I want to be a manager, if I'm a manager already, where am I weak right now? What are my biggest weaknesses? Well, if I look at myself um, when I was managing, my biggest weakness was, um, you know, I, I never was really uh, passionate about putting together uh, a big sales team, right? I never wanted to have a, my own really big network. Um, I was really, really talented on the other end of things, which was leading from the front, selling a lot of counts, running correlation, and doing one-on-ones with guys. 
So what I did is I went out and found somebody who could fill uh, that void, who was really interested in building a big network, but didn't want to lead from the front. He didn't want to sell a bunch of accounts. He didn't want to uh, run correlation. So this next, you know, that, that, that kind of gets me into my next topic, which is, um, you know, once you decide to focus on your strengths, how do you manage your weaknesses? Um, so managing your weaknesses, the, the first question I think, you know, after reading the book, you have to ask yourself is, is it necessary to operate in an area of weakness? Okay. Is it necessary to operate in an area of weakness? Now, most of the time, the answer to that is going to be yes, right? If you want to be a sales manager, you have to figure out a way to get a network or build a network or be a part of a network that that's, you have to, right? That's the only way. So if you answer, if the answer to that first question is yes, the second question is, if, if it's necessary, then what are you going to do? What, how do you manage your weakness? Well, in our scenario, and, and what the book recommends, is to go out and find someone to partner with, right? And that's what we see a lot of our top managers and regionals doing, is they find somebody who has, uh, who's equally talented but in different areas, right? I'll use the example, uh, and I hope he doesn't mind, Tegan Judd. If you look at Tegan Judd, he was this year's uh, number one regional. Him and Dylan Davis were number one regionals this year. They're, they're region elevate. If you look at Tegan and Dylan and the way they interact, their talents are completely opposite, right? They both are top sales reps, but when it comes to building a region and working with individual guys, they both do things completely different, right? And it's not to say that either one of them is wrong in, in, in either way, but they've both come together and said, hey, my weaknesses are your strengths, and, and you know, some of the things that, that, that you do uh, are you know, really beneficial to, to how we can operate as a business. So they've divided their duties and the things that they handle and the guys that they work with on an individual basis, their managers, and they work with them uh, specifically. So you know, Dylan works with certain managers because he correl- you know, connects with them better, and Tegan works with certain managers because he connects with them better because they each have different skills. And so, again, I've talked to both of them individually, and they both told me how beneficial it has been finding somebody with uh, opposite, um, opposite strengths and, and combining with them to, to be more powerful together. So with that said, I mean, that's, again, that's the whole reason that at Dish One we run a, a program that, you know, encourages guys to manage together is because um, it's such a, it's a great way to fill voids that you might have. So um, anyway, that's, that's kind of the concept of the book. Uh, the book goes on and it actually takes you through um, all of the strengths that have been identified through studies. Uh, and it, it comes up with 34 different strengths that have been pulled from uh, hundreds of thousands of people. And it boiled all of those hundreds of thousands of people down to 34 different specific characteristics. And it takes you through each one of those. And it talks to you, explains, you know, if you are that trait, if you have that trait, how to maximize yourself. And if you're working with somebody that has that trait, how to maximize them, right? And it's something, uh, again, that's really, really beneficial. It really helps uh, identify a lot of things. I mean, as you're reading those individual characteristics, you kind of have this aha moment where you're like, oh, wow, I know somebody that's like that or has that trait uh, or, or has that talent. Um, and it explains to you, you know, where they're coming from, which helps you, again, it, it makes it easier for you to connect with them uh, and understand how they tick. So... Anyway, um, super great book, something I've, you know, a book that I've really enjoyed and I, and I don't do a lot of reading. I do more listening to podcasts, but I thought it would be a great thing to pass on to you guys. Again, uh, it's called Strength Finder 2.0. I would highly recommend it. Um, there's a lot more it talks about, but I just kind of gave you guys the, the, the basics on it. Um, but you know, once you dive into it and you realize that, Hey, you know, 
you know, if I spend my time doing things I enjoy, if I spend my thing, time doing things I'm talented at, as opposed to spinning my wheels trying to get better at the things that I'm not good at or I'm never going to be good at, uh, I'll be significantly better off. If I can manage my weaknesses as opposed to, uh, you know, trying to focus all my effort on getting better at them, uh, ultimately you'll be way, 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 way more successful. Spend your time doing things you enjoy as opposed to things you suck at. Uh, find somebody who, who can fill the void and you can partner with, um, you know, during the preseason uh, and, and really make a plan to, to go conquer it together as opposed to on your own. You'll be way more successful. So anyway, I thought this would be a good podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. Go check it out. Again, Strength Finder 2.0. Um, that's all I have for you guys. Next week we'll have something new uh, on a new uh, book that we've been reading. Um, but other than that, go out and uh, if you're going to be on the doors today, crush it. If you're going to be recruiting today, crush it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week.